Okay, it looks like we are live for this episode, hey Amy, of It's All Clutter, my weekly podcast about clutter. (laughs) Hey Paulette, if you are joining me live, welcome to the live show. Make sure you say hi in the comments. If you're watching the replay on YouTube, make sure you give this a thumbs up and do all that stuff that you're supposed to do on YouTube. Hey Leanne. How are you guys doing today? We have a really interesting topic for today's podcast. Um, And it, you know, I love getting these topics from my clients because they're things that I haven't necessarily thought about. But once I start thinking about them and talking to people, it's like mind blowing how much our clutter, how complicated our clutter can be. And this topic today, when your clutter is really about someone else's feelings. This is one of those super complicated clutter. It's cluttered clutter. (laughs) Hi, Keely and Juliana and Patty and Jody. Hello, hello. So have you thought about this? Hey, Diane, have you thought about clutter in your house that's not about you, but it's about somebody else's feelings. Either it's staying in your house because of somebody else's feelings, or you brought it into your house to begin with, not even (laughs) wanting it at all, but just to make somebody else feel good or to satisfy somebody else's feelings. So I have a couple of examples of this and I'm gonna kind of share them. If you have your own example, drop it into the comments and we can talk through how do we address this? How do we move forward? How do we decide whether we should hang on to clutter that really has nothing to do with us at all? Okay, so one huge example that keeps coming up over and over again is when you purchase something from one of those at-home parties that your friends are throwing, right? So you go to a LuLaRoe, is, I don't even know if that's how you say it, a LuLaRoe party and you purchase something just because, well, you might really like the LuLaRoe clothing, but still you want to, you know, help out your friend's business, which is a totally nice thing to do. Or um, you go to a Tupperware, do they have Tupperware parties anymore? <laughs> the original uh, MLM Tupperware, you know, you, but anyway, you go, there's like millions and millions of these, well, maybe not millions, there's thousands of these companies that sell things through direct sales from friend to friend. And of course, right, it's the, it's the, it is the right thing to do is to support your friend's business. Like I totally 100% support small businesses, support your friend's businesses, right? But should you be purchasing something just for the sake, you know, should you be bringing something into your house that you don't really want, assuming you don't really want it, Uh, to make somebody else feel good. I have a strategy to deal with this, but here are some other examples of when you bring stuff into your house and it really is about somebody else's feelings. Okay, so when our parents decide that they wanna give us stuff, right? They're downsizing and they want you to have all of their stuff, right? They keep sending you home with things. They, they, They mail you boxes of stuff. Um, and no matter what you say, they keep giving you stuff and you feel bad, right? Because you don't want to say no to your mom or your dad. Um, so they just keep go ahead and, and, and they give you stuff. So that's, you're hanging on to it because you don't want to upset them. You're afraid if they come to your house, they might ask you where it is, right? So it's not about you. It's about them. 
Um, another, <laughs> this was an interesting example that came up in Clutterbots Academy recently. So people, what, I have a client who possibly is on this call, um, who was keeping original packaging for toys because when she goes to resell her daughter's toys in the future, she wants the person that she's selling the toys to to feel like she took good care of the stuff. So maybe she'll get a little bit more money for it, but also it just, you know, she wants to make sure that people feel like she's doing a good job as a mom, which by the way, she's an awesome mom. Uh, so, <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting. Like you're hanging on to something because in the future, you want some unknown stranger to feel like it was well taken care of, right? Like, I, I mean, so you hang on to all this original packaging. Uh, so basically you have empty boxes. <laughs> you have empty boxes in your house having really nothing to do with you or actually how good of a parent you are because ahem, you're a really good parent. <laughs> okay, um, the other thing, let's see. If you don't throw out something because you don't want to disappoint someone, and this was an example that came up in the Prioritize Your Sanity Facebook group. So you, you know, you're brought up with the idea that if you throw out something that is still useful, you're a wasteful person. So you don't want your parents or whoever the other party is to judge you, right? You don't want them to think that you're wasteful. So you hang on to something regardless of whether you're using it or not. Like that doesn't even enter into the equation. You just don't want to be seen as wasteful or, um, you know, somebody who's not like saving money correctly. Um, you know, so there's, so that's another example of when you're holding on to something because of how, because of somebody else, really, somebody else's feelings. I'm gonna head over to the comments and see if there's some other examples that are being dropped in here. I see a lot of stuff being written. Um, and then we'll talk through some strategies to actually help you overcome hanging on to things that have nothing to do with you really at all. So Tupperware, Pampered Chef, yeah, Paulette, those are still, right, those still exist, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Leanne says, my friend Beth purchased for my direct sales until she had enough products to open a store. It's a really nice friend. <laughs> uh, I know she's a really good friend of yours. Um, keeping all theater programs for my daughter's plays. So Mary, that could be like sentimental or it could be that you're just saving it for her for the future or she'll never want them and you just don't want to let them go because there it's not really yours. So yeah, that's saving somebody something for somebody else. Although that could be passed along in the future, possibly. Anne says, I try to avoid these gifts at all costs. <laughs> um, worked in economic crimes for the state, so pretty wary of this hook-in method. Yeah, I know there's been some bad PR around MLMs, but there are some that are great too, and people have really good experiences. So I'll refrain from my thoughts on those right now. I mean, it's just another way of selling. Um, so, oh, okay, yeah. So there was another comment on Facebook. Uh, somebody who has clothing for her kids that come from in-laws, for example, and the kids don't like the clothing. They're itchy or they're ugly or they're babyish, but they're wearing them. Um, 
you know, just for the picture so that you can send the picture. So, yeah, so, so, okay, one, yeah, I, I won't mention your name on this in case your in-laws are ever listening to, to this podcast. <laughs> Barbara, I'm not knocking Tupperware at all. <laughs> I'm just talking about, you know, when people make a purchase of something that they don't actually want in their house and it turns into clutter, right? So, um, but sometimes you really want Tupperware and that would be the appropriate time to buy Tupperware. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Keely, at my sister's garage sale, I found knickknacks that I gave her that she said that said sisters on it, and I had hurt feelings that she was selling it. Now I feel differently, but I understand the feeling. Yeah, that, right? So it can, it can be hurtful from both ends. Um, okay, let's see here. Uh, I keep boxes in case I move. I'm not going anywhere, so I get rid of them. Keeping boxes is a big thing. We could do a whole podcast just on keeping boxes. Diane says, why do I, what do I do with clutter that does not belong to me? Um, <laughs> who need? oh, Amy says, who needs a lasagna pan box? Okay. So there's a lot of, com this is obviously hitting a couple of chords. There's a lot of comments in here. Okay. Let's talk about the first example. If your friend invites you to one of their parties and you don't want to actually purchase anything, what can you do? So I think number one, totally, totally support, um, totally support your friends, right. And their businesses. Like I, as a small business owner, I, you know, it's so meaningful to me when my friends support me and I try my hardest to support them and their ventures also, because I just feel like that's the right thing to do. However, when somebody is, I also am very adamant that things don't come into my house that are going to be clutter. So what is clutter? Clutter is anything that you bring into your house that does not have a home before you bring it into your house. You don't have any space for it and you don't have any use for it, right? So that, so before you, if you're going to bring something into your house without a space for it and without a need or use for it, or so, you know, if something, the need or the use could be that you love it, right? If you're going to bring that into your house, it's clutter before it even gets into your house. So I don't like to add clutter to my house. I obviously, right? I'm a professional organizer. Um, I counsel people on decluttering all day long. So how do I handle this when I get invited to parties that my friends are doing? Typically, what I do is I say, listen, I want to support you. I, I want to be there for you. But I don't, I really can't bring anything else into my house right now. So can I take you out to lunch? Can I buy you a coffee? Can, you know, depending on how much I would spend at the party, can I, can I somehow financially support you and maybe make an experience out of it for us? Can I help you brainstorm how to increase your sales? You know, can I, what can I do with you that can support you without having to actually purchase something? Because I don't want to just bring something into my house that I'm going to have to then discard right? So what can I do? How can I be supportive? Can I share your information? Um, you know, what, what can I do that doesn't involve me actually purchasing anything? Uh, and I think, you know, having that honest and open communication from the beginning, I've had a lot of experiences where I have a great time with a friend talking about business. I buy, you know, lunch or coffee or whatever. And I think it's actually having that support from another, from like one business owner to another or one friend to another is in many ways better than actually buying the product, right? For the other person. And I've gotten very good feedback on this. 
Um, so that is one strategy to help in that situation where, you know, you just don't need any more pampered chef or any more leggings or any more jewelry or any more whatever it is. So how can I support you in a different way, right? Um, yeah, can I give you a donation towards something that you want to buy? Absolutely. Right. How can I do that? So, okay, so that's one way to deal with the party thing, right? Because you want to be supportive, like totally. I 100%, you know, think that you should be supportive. But I also think that you should prioritize your sanity and not bring more stuff into your house. Um, yep. Yeah, I see. <laughs> So I'm not going to say everyone's names in the comments, just in case in the future, somebody is watching in on this. Um, okay. Parents giving us stuff. Now this is a really tricky one. And to be totally honest, you may never have success with this. <laughs> I mean, you might, but you might not. So this is just real, right? I'm just keeping it real with everybody who's listening, sometimes you're never gonna be successful when your parents are just set on giving you like as, you know, all of the stuff, right? Uh, but other times, you know, I think it's really worthwhile just to have the conversation. Just have the conversation. Remember that your parents are coming from a place of love. They want to give you something that's gonna be useful to you in the future, that's gonna save you money in the future, that's gonna save you time in the future. So recognizing that right off the bat is huge. And actually saying, I know that you're passing this along to me because it's very special and you're trying to help me out. And I wanna say thank you for always, you know, trying to support me in my life. Right now, I have too much stuff in my house. I just can't possibly take anything else but I'm happy to help you find a good home for this. Maybe there is a homeless shelter. Maybe there is a cousin or a friend who would actually have a really good use for this. So let me help you find that place. And thank you. Right now, so that's like you're, you kind of make sure that we call it the compliment sandwich. Um, we talked about this yesterday in boot camp, actually. Make sure that when you're having these difficult conversations, you first understand where and why the person is giving you something, right? And recognize that, state that. And then you say, you know, maybe you say, listen, I can't, I just can't take this right now. So, but then you sandwich it with another positive. Let me help you. Let me see if we can solve this together. Let me, you know, still be super grateful for you. So that's one way to deal with that. And again, it might not work, but it might work. And just having the conversations can at least, you know, start this on, on the right path. Um, so maybe the first conversation doesn't go exactly as you want it to, but maybe the fifth conversation will. Just kind of keep, you know, shifting around what you're saying, but always keep it positive and always really recognize where the person is coming from because it's ne nobody is giving you stuff because they want to burden you. That's never the purpose of the gift, right? And they might try and be removing some burden from themselves, but they're not necessarily trying to burden you. They want to help you and support you. Um, and it's, you know, it's hard to kind of be in your shoes when they're, they're giving you something. So as much love as you can. Okay. 
The original packaging, <laughs> if you're saying, okay, uh, it, the, the original packaging example is really just about um, how you want to be viewed by other people, right? So I think in that case, you just let it go, right? You just, if you're saving something for some unknown future, something or another, why? <laughs> just don't do that to yourself. Prioritize your sanity today. You don't need to be storing empty boxes. You don't, I mean, I think there's probably other examples that I'm not thinking of right now with this, um, you know, but there's other ways to deal with it. So <laughs> you need to take care of you first, 100%. Um, and then dis so this is kind of goes with that one too. If you, you know, if you feel like you're going to be judged from some by somebody else. I think you just got to rationalize it in your brain. Uh, if somebody is going to think of you as wasteful, is it more wasteful to have something on your shelf that you're not using? Or should you, you know, pass that along to somebody who can use it? So it's kind of reframing how that how that all looks. And maybe you even say to your mom or your dad or your sister, or whoever it is, uh, you know, it, it turns out that I didn't have a good use for it. So I wanted to make sure that it didn't go to waste. So I passed it along to somebody who could use it. Um, so that's, you know, <laughs> those are my kind of run through ideas that I had before this. Let me go back into the comments here um, and see what what's coming up. Let's see. So let's say your daughter-in-law is on her fourth MLM and you want to support her. Um, I don't know if she has kids. Maybe you could offer to take the kids. Maybe you could offer to share the information. Maybe you could offer to make her dinner, you know, the night of the party, something like that, so that you're not feeling obligated to purchase something, but you're still being there in a supportive role. And I would say, listen, I just want to be honest. I, you know, I can't bring anything else into my house, but I'm happy to I just give you money, right? <laughs> like you're my daughter-in-law. I want to support you. I just don't want to actually purchase anything right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, so Beth says, I usually just ignore invites, but I don't know because I don't know how to respond. I had three invites to fundraiser parties last month. There's just no way. Yeah. So, I mean, I think the response is I, I really appreciate all the work that you're doing. Um, I want to support your charity or your organization or your business in any way that I can. Um, but right now I'm not in a position financially, but I would love to help you, you know, by spreading the word, by, you know, whatever you can, whatever you can do um, to help out there. Uh, there's a lot of different things. I used to do fundraising for not-for-profits. Um, there's tons of ways you can be helpful with your time <laughs> if you're willing to give time. And also in the not-for-profit world, you know, small donations really add up. So if you can't do a $100 donation, a $5 donation is also totally appreciated. And I can say across the board, no not-for-profit would turn their nose up at at a dollar or five dollars, every dollar does count when you're, you know, on a really tight, stringent, not-for-profit budget. So that's another thing. Thank you for bringing that up, Beth. Um, another thing to keep in mind is that you don't have to be a high-level donor to make an impact. If your friends are raising money, a small donation goes a long way. Uh, it, it really, you know, especially if it's like a matching donation situation or something like that, 
every little bit counts. Um, and any charity that doesn't see it that way is not going to stay around for too long because it really is the truth. Um, this is how I feel about when I return library books late. You know, I'm just supporting the library with my late fees. <laughs> There's no shame. I know you need the money. Local libraries have so many budgetary issues. Um, so, yeah, so I feel like it's a good thing that my books are a couple of weeks late. <laughs> um, let's see. Gift auctions. Yeah, so the same thing, uh, Melissa, this, you know, similar idea to not any not-for-profit type things. I mean, typically, if you're going to one of those, you're paying anyway to get in. So that is a donation there. 50-50s, um, yeah, you could do a 50-50. Maybe you'll make some money at it. <laughs> when kids sell things as fundraisers for school, I have, okay, so Karen says, I have the kid pick out their favorite, then buy it and have them keep it for themselves. That's a good idea. I also you know, as you guys can imagine, I just send in a check and say, don't give me anything, please. <laughs> Here's the money. Stop. So stop trying to sell me stuff. Uh, you know, of course, a financial donation goes further than purchasing something in these cases, because you're eliminating the expense of actually making the purchase for the agency, organization or school. Yeah, exactly, Christina. So you you got to you you answered before I did. Sometimes the organization will accept a cash donation instead of requiring you to purchase or sell items. And honestly, they should accept a cash donation because they're making more money that way. Um, yep. Yeah, okay. So everyone, basically everyone, is saying that in the comments. Hi, Janet. Hi, Sam. <laughs> even yeah, Leanne. Even a little is appreciated. It shows the person you care. It's not about the amount. It's about the gesture. Totally. It's about you saying, I want to be here for you. I want to support you. I appreciate and value what you're doing, but I can't bring anything else into my house. So what else can I do? So, oh, nice. Sam says, I just, so we just talked about this in Clutter Boss Academy. So Sam says, I actually did that for a Pampered Chef party this weekend. I sent $25 and told her to use it as an incentive. That's such an awesome idea, Sam, right? And then you feel really good. Um <laughs> Ginny says I'm at work, so no volume. Ginny, you'll have to. Oh, but it's, 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 uh, right. It's, yeah, there's words. <laughs> what am I trying to say? It's, um, it's transcribing now because the software just updated. Um, so that's great. Is it working well? I actually, I never see the video from the other side. You're welcome. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. I mean, I knew that was going to happen, but, um, Sam, you're so proud of yourself. Did it feel real? How did your friend react now? I guess that's the question, right? Um, yes, Beth says I make a small donation to the Girl Scouts when they ask me to buy cookies. They make more money and I don't have the cookies. Yeah, <laughs> the cookies don't last for long anyway, right? <laughs> so many ways to support your friends without actually bringing stuff into your house. Um, you know, many ways to talk to other people about their clutter and closed caption. Thank you, Marie. <laughs> I'm like the words. <laughs> so many things that you can do to prioritize your sanity right now. And of course, at the end of the day, the most important thing is that when you prioritize your own sanity, when you make your life as easy as possible for you, you can show up as a better friend, as a better daughter, as a better spouse, as a better son, as a better mother, as a better father, right? So when you put yourself first, 
The best thing about that, when you have less stuff to deal with in your house, the best thing is that then you do have time to go out for coffee with your friends, to share the information about the charities that they're running or supporting, to do all of that. You, you know, you have more time to give your time and to build relationships. And that's really key. So, oh, Heather has no words. Maybe because you're listening, Heather. I wonder if you mute it, if the words would show up. Okay. So, <laughs> so that is my long answer to what to do with your clutter when it's really about somebody else's feelings. Right. If you guys have any follow up thoughts or if something comes to you that you're not thinking about right now, please head over to YouTube, find this podcast. It's the It's All Clutter podcast. Uh, every Tuesday at 12.15 it goes live and then it gets added onto the YouTube playlist. I think that we are up to podcast number 26 right now. So we're just cruising along with the podcasts. Um, and there's lots of really good ones to listen to that I have, that are already done. If you're listening on YouTube, I would love it if you would like this and subscribe to my channel. That would be super helpful. And as a small business owner, I would really appreciate that. It's something that you can do without bringing any more clutter into your home. Uh, and you guys have a great, great, great week. Good luck with all of your decluttering and enjoying life now that we're in summertime here. Um, so have a great week and I can't wait to see you on the podcast next week. Bye everyone.